Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's episode is brought to you by Time in the State of Indiana. Time in the State of Indiana. So confusing and controversial over the years, it has its own Wikipedia entry. Time in the State of Indiana. If you think your state is crazy, look that up. My name is Jason. And I'm KJ, and in this week's Week in Review... We make a very special announcement. We give our This Week in Baseball update. And Jason's Kids School's out for summer. All right, settle down, Alice Cooper. Up next, Kevin Stanfield calls in to talk about three movies and a wedding that he hasn't seen and one great canyon that he has. Only one of those is actually recommended. You'll have to listen to find out which one. Or you could probably just guess. We'll wrap it all up eventually with feedback and make another very special announcement all that plus several conversational tangents in a week Week. things happen yes they do and now we'll review yes we will those things that happened the things that happened it's the speaking of tangents week in review So what's up this week? The very first episode, week, whatever, after summer break has begun. Oh, well, good is up. Good is up. Our official. Maybe for you. Well, here's why. Our official, speaking of tangents, good is up t-shirts. They've been ordered. Cool. And they should be in uh, sometime around the 1st of June is what Swagmaster's telling us. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, we will relay the info on how to order them and Cor- that kind of stuff. Correct. I'm yes. Cool. So the, you mentioned summer break. So your kids are mm-hmm. on summer break. Yes. Is that what I'm hearing? Are. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, that's not the case here in Minnesota. Well, you guys are like a, another time zone behind, so I'm assuming that's true. The why. That is why, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in we're in daylight savings time, or and you're not, or something like that. No, I think we're all in daylight savings. Oh, time. okay, except for Arizona. Just, yeah, and somewhere in like Indiana, maybe. Is that right? I didn't. know There's that. like a county in Indiana or Illinois that does it too. That doesn't do it. Just a county. I don't think it's the whole state. I think it's like a region. I could be way wrong. This is this goes. This is a good disclaimer for anything that comes out of my mouth on this podcast. I could be way wrong. Oh, that but makes I think two so. of us. Yeah. So what's what's up this week for you? Um. Well, summer break has started for my kids. This is mm-hmm. the very first day. The day that we're recording is the very first day that they're out for summer for two and a half months. Yes. At seven a.m., my kids got up, which is I mean, usually when they get up to go to school, so it's uh-huh. natural. Yep. Um. At eight a.m. My seven-year-old daughter walks in and says, I'm bored. Oh, no. An hour into two and a half months of summer break, she is already bored. Oh, no. I am going to lose my mind this summer. (laughs) What's left of it? Are you kidding me? An hour. So she was not, did she, was she excited for summer break or was she? Yes. Oh, they were, they hate school. I mean, they, they don't mind school. They like it. When they go, they like it. But, you know, it's... Hey, it's one of these things where when you're a kid, mm-hmm. that summer break is an I amazing know. thing that you look forward to. And it's also, I started thinking about this this morning when she's like, I'm bored. I'm like, you know, 
that's a couple of things wrapped up in there that flip dramatically when you go from being a kid to being a parent. Summer break and boredom. Yeah. Because summer break as a kid is like, this is like two months of Christmas. Yeah, that's what I thought. Summer break as a parent is too much of pain. I've heard. I have and heard disappointment. That. And boredom as a kid is like, you know, the worst thing you can imagine because you haven't experienced much and you haven't really lived life, you know, to see the horrors of how people can beat each other. But boredom as an adult is, hey, it's peaceful and quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't have to take care and wait on or butler for anybody right now. So it's just peaceful and quiet. I'm enjoying this. So yes. that's things that that's two of the things. And so it made me start thinking, what else? What are the other things, the other possibilities of things that when you're a kid is one of the greatest things in your life or, you know, it's awesome. And when you're a parent, it's like, oh, no. So the only other things I could think of were eating at restaurants. Because as a kid, when I was a kid, my parents like, hey, we're going out to this restaurant. I mean, back then, you know, in the. You know, dark ages when yeah. I was a kid, it was like, we're going to Shoney's. You, you remember Shoney's? Oh, Shoney's, I do remember. Shoney's Big Boy, as my dad called it. We're going to Shoney's Big Boy because, you know, Wait, it was. Wait, they weren't connected, were they? Yeah, it was Shoney's Big Boy. Okay, there's Big Boy and then there's Elias Brothers, or what's that called? Elias Brothers? I've never heard of that. Um, it's I think it's primarily in Michigan. Big Boy and then. Turned into Michigan something doesn't count. Else. I mean, neither one of us are there, and we don't know anybody. That, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> um, I lived in Michigan for many years, so I still I consider know. myself a somewhat of a Michigander. And we have some very esteemed yes, listeners of this podcast that yes, live in Michigan yep. or, or from Michigan yes. or root for Michigan, which, mm-hmm. I mean, and we have some Ohio State rooters too, I think. So fight to the death, maybe at Jingle Fest if you're there. Who, I didn't know, who roots for Ohio State? I mean, I'm sure somebody out there does. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were talking about somebody in particular. No, I have no idea. I don't know who listens to this. Are you crazy? Speaking of Michigan and and sporting teams, the Twins just took two out of three from the Tigers, which made me very happy. This week in baseball. That's right. And there was a public proposal at the game. I tweeted you about it. I... The thing that I got out of that, the funniest thing to me was, I mean, obviously the best thing too, was that I was right. Yes, I'm going to, that's why I'm bringing this up. And actually okay. it, I'm going to go to the feed, I'm going to uh, fast forward to feedback for a second. All right. While you do that, I'm going to wrap up my yes, summer Yes, do break. that. Do that. Um, the other thing I, the other, the only other things I thought of. So going out like, to eat. Yes. Going out to eat at a restaurant. Uh, being up at 2 a.m. Because if you're up at 2 a.m. as a kid, you're like, I got to stay up late. Yes, and I actually yeah. didn't fall asleep at, you know, 1159. It's, uh-huh, yep. it's in the wee hours of the morning. Usually as a parent, that's a bad, bad thing if you have to be up at mm-hmm, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, when you when you have newborns, that's, you know, your life is 2 a.m. <laughs> but as you get older, it usually means something's wrong with your kid. You're sick. You're usually not out at 2 a.m. as a parent unless you're on, you know, vacation away from your kids. So when I say parent, I mean you're actually, you know, with your kids. Right, right. So um, that, and then, like, uh, bedtime is the opposite way. Y- yes. So there is yes. stuff that when yeah. you're a kid, this is miserable or this is not very fun. And when you're an parent, it's awesome. Because bedtime when you're an parent is awesome for your kids or you. Now, if you're, even if you're not 
So I'm a parentless adult yeah. of age 40 or above. Mm-hmm. 2 a.m. is not good for me, no matter what, yeah, in the, th- even when applies, I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I think that applies to everybody. Okay. Well, certain, I mean, like, speaking of vacations, I mean, Jingle Fest yes. is sort of like a vacation yes. for us. It's basically just, it's an, it's an excuse for a bunch of us that are friends online to get uh-huh. together yep. w- at one time a year and hang out for three or four days and do stupid stuff. There will be some 2 a.m.s. There will be some. I do not mm-hmm. know if it's going to be me. I'd like to say that I'm going to do it, but... It will almost certainly be me. <laughs> yes, you will. Because I, I, I like to stay be. up late anyway. Um, but you know what? The Hall of Famer mentioned that th- mm-hmm. her kids at school, um, they're just wired. And some of them are because they... It's because it's definitely because summer's coming and they can't yes. wait. But then, then it, some that, of them are really anxious because they don't really? have a good home life. And school is stability for them. And school yeah. is you get a couple of meals every day. And school is a routine, and when you their home life isn't good, they're anxious, and they don't want to leave for summer. So that was yeah. an interesting perspective, because that's not what I grew up with. Way to bring it down. I know, bring it down, and I'll bring it. I'll bring it. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up for you because you're well, going to love this. I will say something about that before we move on. Okay. Um, Jason's wife actually looked into that, and she is going to be volunteering, or we're going to be donating to some sort of thing that is because there are programs here I don't, in our county that we live in in Georgia. There mm-hmm. are programs because you're right. There are kids who don't have enough food to eat at home, and they rely on the school like free, yes. you know, supported lunches. Yep. Um, there there are several programs here that you know go out and and charities that provide free meals for these kids during the couple of months of the summer. So, I mean, I think that's a, that's a great thing to get involved with because I could not imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. Either as a kid or a parent, as a kid being like, I'm hungry all day and I, mm-hmm. I, I ate like a bag of chips today and that was it. Or as a parent being like, I can't, I, I can't, I don't even want to talk, think about it because it's, it's difficult to imagine being, being a parent and knowing how I care about my kids and that, 99.9% of parents feel the same way about their kids. They love them. Um, that to not be able to give them enough food during the day is, I mean, it's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, so, yeah. So that's, and so that's you're a good, donating. Are you going to donate or volunteer or something? We're going to figure something out. Okay, try, well, way, way to bring it up. Yeah. And now my bringing it up is not going to be as, um, you know, great as what you just said. But back to the public proposal. So I tweeted that <laughs> we're at a 50% proposal rate for the games that I've attended this year, which yes. is just two games, okay? But still, 50%. Low sample size. Low sample ridiculously size. Ridiculously high, too high percentage. But remember when I told you that all many, many games that I attend, there's a, a proposal. Yes. So anyway, I tweeted that out, and Lee Gordon at Lee Gordon Voice mm-hmm. responded, little known fact. In order to avoid a humiliating moment on the giant screen, the twins confirm in advance that the proposee is going to say yes. Yes. I just don't believe this. This can't. I don't know Lee Gordon. I'm sure he's t- telling the. I'm sure he probably does have some good info. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand this. Why would a proposee go through this? I know what you're going to say because it's look at me, look at me. I can't believe I that said? everybody would be that way. Well, not everybody, but. I just don't understand that. Why wouldn't she want a surprise? A large majority of the population are selfish idiots. I, I, don't I, ever forget that. Do not underestimate people's 
own opinion of themselves. Don't, I, I choose to don't, believe that people never, are people are not all just narcissists. Not all of them are, but the ones a that lot we notice are because they're getting a, trying to get attention. Is what you're saying? That's that's part of the problem. Yes, is the reason why you think that the reason why it seems or appears to be a large percentage of narcissists is because they are the ones clamoring for the attention. So those are the ones that get noticed. Yes, yeah. which f- then feeds into their narcissism to clamor even more for more attention. Yeah. Yes, the vicious cycle of selfish idiots. But I can't, I just, I, I, I don't know if I believe that. I can, well, I mean, I can say think about that, it this way. All right. Think about it. it this way. All of us have some part, some percentage, and it may be very small. All of us have some self-preservation, self-centeredness. And if we steer into that, or if nobody in our life growing up ever says, hey, think about others other than yourself you would tend to go, that would kind of be our default setting a lot of ways. And look, there are people who have different personalities and different things. And some people are going to be, have a tendency to be more selfish than other people just because of their personalities and their makeup and the genetics and the DNA and the, you know, how they're raised and all this stuff. But the, it's in everybody to be selfish. Well, sure. You got to look we, out for number one. <laughs> survival of the fittest, all this yes, crap. Yes. Whether, whether you are, which is an, actual term in evolution that has been misused to, you know, apply to, you got to look out for, it's turned, it's turned into, you got to look out for number one, Mm -hmm. you know. It's turned out as a reason uh, to make it okay. Yeah. And what's the other one about, you know, nice guys finish last, that kind of stuff. Yes. All that is stupid. And if the whole point is to win, you are thinking about it wrong to begin with. Yeah. I tend to think that nice guys should finish first. You would think so, but. Our culture and society, that is not really the case. And here's the thing. If the goal, if the only goal and the primary goal you have is to win and everything, you're looking at it wrong. Our goal should be to love everybody and help other people and put other people above yourself in most cases. So if your goal is, I got to win. And so since nice guys finish last and I don't want to finish last, I want to win. I got to be mean or a jerk or self-centered or narcissist or whatever, or look at me, attention, attention, attention. I'm on a reality show. I have to, you know, promote my brand. I have to market my aesthetic. No, get out of here. That's the wrong way to approach any of it, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, so you're saying we shouldn't we shouldn't tweet out about our podcast and and, and our and our brand. You know that I am so far on the other end of that. I, that I know. I don't Just, even promote my own music. I know. So I mean, and I think that you should promote your own music. Yeah, and but I understand a, look, the reasoning a, behind not wanting to. It just feels it feels mm, odd. It feels yeah. yuck yuck. Yeah, there's a there's a happy medium in there. I agree. Because if you're doing something good and you think it's good, you should have confidence to get out there and say, hey, I think this is pretty good. I think you might enjoy this. You might actually get something out of this. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. The problem is there are so many on the other end that are, hey, look at me. I don't really have anything to say, but you should look at me anyway, which that's not everybody. But that is a chunk of, you know, the Internet and society and human beings in general. There's so much of that that it ruins it, I think, for the people who genuinely 
have something good to say and need to be heard. Yeah. And an extreme example, I guess, would be the YouTube star who <laughs> put the video up of the guy. Was it, did the guy, was the guy, he was dead or dying or something? Do you know what I'm talking, talking about? You're talking about... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bleep his name out, so. Oh, okay. But yeah. Um, yeah, he's the one who went to Japan to the, the forest where it's a common area in Japan where a lot of people go to commit suicide. And oh, okay. had found someone who had killed himself, or they were at least dead, and he acted like he stumbled across it and posted it on his YouTube channel. See, that to me is just beyond um, Look at everything disgusting. that guy has done in his quote-unquote career. I don't know anything um, about him until... I never even heard of him until that story. He's like reality show guy. Um, his brother is also like a YouTube reality show. It's like their parents... like. You know, stage momming them, stage dadding, dadding them mm, into this mm -hmm. stuff. Um, it's they make you know they make money for the family. It's it's all this child star. I am have a reality show. I have a YouTube channel, so I'm going to make money. It's it's just the wrong way to live, in my opinion. It's the wrong way to approach life. It's the wrong way to relate to other people. Uh, it's the wrong way to it, your priorities are out of out of whack completely. Uh, it's. Yes, it ain't I, right. I agree. But on the other hand, it's how we get reality show president. Yes, that's true. But on the other hand, if someone wants to pay me lots of money to be an influencer on Instagram because I post pictures of my dogs, I'm all for that. Go ahead, pay me some money. Not a chance. I don't if mind. Influencer is anywhere in the description. <laughs> I would. Influencer have is, nothing is to a do with pretty it. lame oh um, my title. Gosh. Um, it's so ridiculous. But I've seen stories about influencers on Instagram, and, and there's even a gal who is now an agent for dog and pet accounts on Instagram to help them promote their brand. You know, this is the source and the root of basically everything I cannot stand about the internet, yes, right? Yes, I know. But I'm telling you that if someone said, hey, we it's love we that picture that you posted Twilight. of your handsome dog. We'd like to pay you $10,000 for it. I would say, yes, you can have the picture of my it's dog. It's how you got people who write books about what they wrote on Twitter. Some of these people are funny and should have their own thing. So, look, some of the stuff that comes out of this is good. The overwhelming majority of it is terrible. And people are not talented. And it is a mystery to me why anybody pays attention to anything they say or write. So, that is the that is the... The thing to me is genuinely talented people. Sure. That's fine. If you want to, if you're good at taking pictures of your dog and you're funny about writing about it, sure. Go for it. Well, I'm not most going for it. Most I'm, people aren't. No, I'm just saying <laughs> most that, people who are doing it aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that it would be not a bad thing to get some extra income for my handsome dog, but I'm not doing any work for it. I'm not going to promote it. <laughs> You basically just said, I want more money for doing nothing. That's right. Why not? If you're going to pay me for sure, it. Sure, why sure. not? Yeah. <laughs> you have anything else this week before I no, go ahead. list my final um, thing that's different between kids and parents? Oh, yes. Go ahead. When you're a kid, this is not awesome. When you're a parent, um, it actually could be okay. Which would be, um, when you're a kid, you think you're invincible and yes. you're never going to die. And when you're a parent... Sometimes you just wish for the sweet, sweet release of death. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
<laughs> oh my. Yeah, yeah, and especially when it's summer break, right? Day one of summer break. Hour one, I'm bored. <laughs> dad, make entertain me, Dad. I'm bored. Give me a break with this. Yep. Come on. Yep, entertain me. Well, they're used to being in school where they're doing something every minute of the day. I have no hope for the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll get used to it as the summer rolls on. They'll have plenty to keep themselves busy. They just forgot how to, oh, yeah. you know, they forgot how to, you know, make fun for themselves while they're in school. They're, they wouldn't even have been in school when they said that. It's just the yes. thought of, yes. I have this knowing as a seven-year-old, I have this incredibly large amount of time in front of me. Two months to a seven-year-old, think about it, it's like, you know, 10 years to us or maybe 20 years. Think about that and be like, okay, I have to come up with stuff to do or, you know, I don't have anything set that I definitely have to do for the next 20 years. It's yeah. kind of like overwhelming. And have you ever had that where you're like paralyzed by so much, so much, so many options that you can't pick what to do, even if it's like something you have to work on or something you get to do. It's like, I have too much, too many options. I have to back off from this to even think about it. Yes. Almost. Yes. Very often. <laughs> too much. Too much. <laughs> That's we a whole different podcast. We live in a society podcast. of too much. Yes. yes. Oh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. The sweet release of death. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Yes, we welcome back Kevin Stanfield. Kevin we know, you know, you, we know you've been pretty busy lately, so there's probably a good chance you haven't seen some movies. Any of them you want to oh, yeah. review? <laughs> there's quite a move. There's quite quite a few movies I haven't seen yet, but one that I'm I'm really excited about. I mean, this is it was just tailor made for me. Was the movie Book Club? Now, I oh, know that, okay. You know, you don't yeah with 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 our um, macho reputations and, and images. Um, you don't think those <laughs> would be the type of movie that I would gravitate to. But I'm really excited about this because it's I've not about, even heard anything about this. You ever heard anything about this? Well, let me give you the synopsis. It's about okay. uh, four old white chicks talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I, I think that? you nailed it. Yep. <laughs> is that yeah, is that like the tagline? <laughs> oh no, that's well, no, well, it could be the tagline, it could be the intro, the the, the tease or whatever. But but I mean, you got you got your favorites. I mean, look at okay, here's the cast. So you got Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen, and Mary Steenburgen, right? Yes. Now, oh. If, if, yep. if you look up old white chicks in the dictionary, you see a picture of these four. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, you know? is, that is on brand right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so basically, what it is is you got these old friends who have been, you know, well, old. How many times am I going to say old during this thing? Um, <laughs> these uh, uh, veteran, uh, these veteran players, right? Who have been <laughs> with like, a book club where they where they get together and and discuss the uh, literary uh, activities of, of of modern time, and somehow they stumble across a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey, which oh, to Lord. this day I still. I still don't get, you know, what, no, you know, yeah. I don't understand. We, we had, I know, don't we call that like a, yeah, we call that a primer in junior high school. I don't, I don't understand it, but, <laughs> but they, they, they realized that perhaps their lives aren't as like kinky as they thought they should be. And they're not getting it done. They say, well, we've been doing it wrong for the past 70 years or something. 
<laughs> so they try to teach themselves how to be hot and sexy. And oh no, I, please no, <laughs> no. Yeah, this one. Uh... I mean, if they were going to do something like you know, I you know, forgive me if this is racist and/or sexist. If they were going to have like some old, old white chicks talking about being hot, they should have Helen Mirren in it. I mean, you know, because yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, Helen Mirren's still getting it done. You know, I don't know oh, how still getting it done. Yes. Yeah, she's still getting it done. But but this crew, I, you know. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. We'll wait for the sequel to come out and see. You don't think Jane Fonda's still getting it done? No. No, no, she looks like she's done it. But okay. um, <laughs> I would probably say Candace Bergen is probably the only one in that group that was really ever seriously getting it done when right, she was right, younger. Right, 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 Yeah, yeah, but you okay. know, she, her, this time has passed, right? You know, yes, like, her time has passed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we should have seen. We should have seen the prequel to this one. It would have been good. But I mean, in fairness, there's more <laughs> white dudes in it too, right? Like you got Don Johnson and Andy Garcia, Richard Dreyfuss. Craig T. Nelson. I mean, can you see the wrinkles? That you know, we're gonna talk about the Grand Canyon later, but the wrinkles <laughs> on these guys' faces will remind you of the Grand Canyon, right? But yeah, Ed Begley Jr., who put this thing together? Who I, I don't understand it. I, I don't, don't get it understand either. it, right? Brought to you by Geritol. You guys are too young to remember Geritol, aren't you? <laughs> no, I know what Geritol is. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was that was the stuff back in the day, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. One more thing about book club, you know, when you're talking about these old, these old white women looking, you know, being, uh, let's say, stimulated, looking to have relationships. <laughs> when they when they find a young guy, society calls it, tends to call it like cradle robbing. But I look at this mm-hmm. cast and look at them, and I'd have to call it grave robbing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. That's okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I'm really excited about this. I hope you all enjoy it. Okay. And <laughs> and another one, <laughs> along the same lines, uh, we have a preview and we have a premiering this week, uh, Deadpool 2, which is oh. close to the sequel. <laughs> Dead, Deadpool. <laughs> so you guys excited about that one? I mean, you know about that one? Do I need to explain um, it? What's happening? This one I've read about a little bit, but I haven't yeah. actually seen any of the previews. I saw the first one. I saw Deadpool 1. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of know okay, what's going me, on. I'm pretty ignorant about both Deadpools, so you need to fill me in here. Oh, there's no problem. There's no problem at all. There's something, it's, a, it's an old story, right? Uh, you know, boy meets girl, boy is kidnapped by evil people who turn him into a, a superhero who looks like an avocado, and uh, boy gets girl back. That's it. Matter of fact, one of the best lines in the original is like, you look like an old avocado that had sex with a, uh, another avocado and had an ugly baby avocado, right? That's yeah. it. Yeah. So these guys, these guys, he um, um, in the in the first movie, this guy's uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. These guys uh, trick him, just believing they're gonna make him a superhero, but they're actually doing experiments, and it turned to this guy because he had cancer. He was a cancer uh, victim, so um, he um, they they um, they trick him and do these experiments. And what they do is it, it ruins his skin. His skin looks like the avocado, but he has um, amazing regenerative qualities. He can't die. You can like. Uh, like, you know, cut off his arm, goes to new arm, shoot him in the head, he, you know, the bullet heals eventually, right? He feels the pain, but, but he comes back and he, you know, and he, he kills bad guys and curses. That's, that's the unique thing about this hero. He kills bad guys and curses, right? Which is, which everybody loves in your superhero, right? So apparently in this, in this one, <laughs> in this one, he kills bad guys, he curses, but, uh, some of the bad guys blow up his girlfriend and blow him up, but he doesn't kill him because he can't die. You can't die, but part of them they, they leave on the shelf as a brick rack or something, right? You know, so but um, 
<laughs> but uh, but the, the the hero or the villain, depending on which one you like, because you can't tell because they both kill bad guys and they both curse, uh, is uh, James <laughs> Brolin, who, interestingly enough, was the same was a different bad guy in the Avengers movie. So I guess it was in oh. his contract, right? You got yeah, that was you can't Thanos. He was Thanos in the Avengers movie with different oh, makeup so yeah. on, right? Yeah, that's the same same Mar. It's still it's both Marvel. It's not like he went DC to yeah. Marvel. That's he's two villain. He's two Marvel characters. <laughs> These two Marvel characters, like, I mean, is there a shortage? I mean, anybody, you know, you can get another bad guy, right? Just, yeah. you know, go to the other yeah. line. They could have got, like, Candace Bergen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So, or maybe one and, of those and, old white dudes could have played yeah, Deadpool well, because yeah, they wouldn't have had to do the makeup. Right. Yeah, because they would have just exactly wrinkled right. already. Yeah. That's exactly right. What's wrong with movie people? So, yeah, uh, no, come um, on. Yeah, so Cable is a time-traveling dude who's trying to find his son, and he hooks up with Deadpool and use through the miracle of time travel, they can go back and keep Deadpool from getting blown up so he can kill more people and curse more. So that, that, I'm really excited <laughs> about that. I mean, the possibilities here are endless. It's just, it's just an amazing thing what they're doing, they're doing at the movies these days. Just, just fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like an Oscar finally, front runner. Yeah, yeah, front runner for the Oscars. Finally, I know this is the one you've all been waiting for. Solo. Ooh. Oh, yes. So, oh, prequel, yes. Mm-hmm. The prequel to the prequel of the yeah. Star Wars. It's not a trilogy because they had about 12 of these. A quadrility, yeah. we'll call it, right? So it's o- about a o- young... Octotrilogy. Octorilogy. Yeah, octotrilogy, whatever, right? You know, they have any more prequels, it'll be like starting next week, you know? It's not a yes. galaxy far, far away. It's a galaxy across the street. So this is how it all started. Yeah, Han Solo, a young Han Solo played by somebody, I don't know, hooks up with a, uh, a big hairy dude and, uh, and also Chewbacca. You know, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, see, I, I had a problem with the original uh, Star Wars since when they had Billy D. Williams as the ruler of the planet, right? You know, Billy D. Williams was in his day the smoothest brother around. But, uh-huh. you know, he, he could have been on this list with these other old dudes in this thing, right? They could have found a smoother guy to be on. You know, I don't, I can't see Denzel Washington in outer space. He's just not quite that good. Cool. I mean, Denzel is like a down there type guy. I don't know who else could have made it. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I don't know, but I just. I just had a problem with Billy D in it. So they found a dude that looked like Billy D probably looked like uh, when he was like 25 and they found a big mm-hmm. hairy Chewbacca thing. Just, you know, the <laughs> guy, right? <laughs> and hey, that was pretty good. They fly around through outer space. <laughs> they fly around through outer space waiting, for Luke, waiting to meet Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, all of which are, are dead in the movies now. So Yeah, yeah I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, did I spoil it for anybody? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be like the other Star Wars movies where people line up at midnight and dress like, I don't know, Han Solo? Is it going to be like that, or is it just going to be a regular movie? You know what? This is why I predict. I believe it's going to be like that until the people look around and see each other standing in line and say, what in the God's name are we doing? (laughs) 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 You know, it was interesting when the, um, when the, uh, the, the last... The last first Star Wars came out. The uh, I forget the name. Rogue, not Rogue One. It was the other one, the one that they just introduced the, the newest characters. Um, we went to the Smithsonian to see it because they have the super duper IMAX. You know, it's an amazing mm-hmm. experience. You guys ever come to DC? You have to go to the Smithsonian to see a movie. Oh, really? Dream experience. And I've never heard of this. Lines. Oh yeah, it's, 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 it's an awesome experience. I saw cool. I saw um, uh, the Dark Knight there uh, for oh, the first man. time. It's, it's, it's great because 
because originally it was designed as a part of the museum, the Air and Space Museum, and they did like uh, flight movies and gave you the experience that the seating is at an extreme angle. So the furthest, the, the topmost seat is only like maybe 15 feet away from the screen. Oh, <laughs> you know, because wow. it's like, it's almost like a straight line, right? You know, and <laughs> KJ may not be oh, able to go there. I'm, She's afraid I'm of out. heights. <laughs> I'm out, but not, no, I'm not afraid of heights. I, um, motion, I would, I would have motion sickness from that. I couldn't handle it. I could, oh, Kevin, I oh, couldn't okay. even handle watching Top Gun when it came out. Oh, no. oh really? Oh, oh no, don't, <laughs> what? Don't, don't go I got dizzy don't from go the there. planes. Yes. Oh, oh, the plane part. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought you were talking about the bar scene, but uh, no, <laughs> the bar scene cool. I like. It's cool. Oh, you like that part? I like. I didn't yeah. understand when she walked into the training thing why she had seen stockings on. I didn't. I did not understand that part. When yeah, that makes Charlie, sense. You know, but, yeah. What? Why? Yeah, I don't Tom know. Didn't have them on. I, I don't understand. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I know? I'm just a well-renowned movie critic. But there's going to be a very, very exciting uh, weekend at the movies. Very exciting. So uh, you guys yes. should like not see a whole lot of stuff. I, I, I plan to that. not see every movie that's out there. <laughs> now, Kevin, you mentioned Grand Canyon earlier. Uh, don't leave us hanging. Tell us what you were talking about there. With the oh, Grand oh I just came off a, 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 of a road trip. We did, a, we did a, a bunch of things. We went through Vegas, drove to the Grand Canyon, and then ended yes. up in Cabo. But the Grand Canyon was the most interesting part of it because I don't know if any of your listeners have ever been there. But it's an amazing thing. It's a natural park. You go in, you pay X number of dollars, and you drive for about a mile. Then you go to the visitor center. You tell them how much time you got. They tell you where to go. And you walk in, and you first get to the canyon. It's an awe-inspiring sight. I've never seen anything like that before. It's just beautiful. But the thing about it is I'm absolutely certain that people die there every day. Because for (laughs) there's no railing. I mean, for, for... I'd say a good 95% of your walk through the canyon, there's no railing. You can literally walk up to the edge of the Grand Canyon, spit in it, and or die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And people, people are so stupid. People <laughs> yes. walk to the edge of they it. They are. Sitting on the edge, dangling their feet off, eating peanut butter sandwiches and stuff, climbing up and down cliffs. It's, there's yep. no doubt in my mind. And, and and I'm sure the canyon doesn't tell you, hey, like, you know, you're responsible for your own death. If you die, don't come crying to me. You know, <laughs> and and the, the terrifying part about it, like, we, you know, we're careful. We, you know, we, we stay a good distance. But, you know, maybe you get bold a little bit. You go within five, six feet of the edge. But what if somebody behind you, behind you, like, slips and falls and knocks themselves mm-hmm. into you and knocks you off? Mm-hmm. Like a lady said, at that point, saying, I'm sorry, just will not cut it. That's <laughs> right. No, you know? no, no, no. no. It's, so it's everyone should go there in their lifetime. Every single one. There's two things you gotta do. You gotta you gotta see the movie book club club, and you gotta go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> okay, you gotta do those two things. Right. I you have know? done the second I'm, one of those. I am never doing the first one. Yep, one <laughs> down, to one Canyon. to go for me. One down, one to go. <laughs> That's right. Now look, let me ask you guys some questions. Okay. What is the fascination with royal weddings? Why do we care? <laughs> I'm on your side 100%. I have no idea. Why do we care? We talked about this. uh, We talked about this a little bit last week, and I don't. I don't really know. (laughs) I don't really know what it is. Besides, I mentioned to Jason last week that I think people just love the idea of the everything so extravagant, the beautiful outfits, and and this is how people live that we, the general population, have no idea. So it's kind of fascinating. 
but that's still not going to make me get up and watch it. I did mm-hmm. happen to see it, but that was just because I was awake and it was on every channel that I have. I don't know. I can feel you lost some like life force because of that. I think there's like a yeah. trap. There's something to suck you in. They're trying to get yeah. us back to be yeah. a, a colony. Well, it's, it's like the, it's like old school reality shows because it's yeah. like it's it's the same thing. I think that people are drawn to that while they watch reality TV. It, I think KJ is right. The spectacle. It's almost like they're hoping like something crazy happens that they can see. And I'm just like I'm. I was not in, that invested in my my own wedding to get up at four a.m. Yeah. So, I love yeah. my wife. We've been married for 20, over twenty two years. It's great. It's awesome. I highly recommend if you find right. the person that you can you know get along with and this, get married. But four a.m. is not happening. No, I, I, don't, I don't see. It. I don't see it. But other question is why do they keep calling them Meghan Markle? They they, they call her whenever you yeah. see the reports of the past week. Her name is still Meghan Markle. It shouldn't be like. Mrs. Duchess of, of Yorkshire pudding this something? I yeah. don't know. Right? It's like she, she keeps her name. Like the other, she, yeah. what's her name? Uh, the other the other princess bride. Um, Kate she, Middleton, right? Mm-hmm. Kate, yeah. She's still yeah. Kate Middleton too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, this, this is like a raw deal, right? You know? Yeah. It's, it's like, if, if it was me, like at this point, hey, from now on, you guys address me as the princess, period. That's, That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like about, you call me like Lil Queen or Young Duchess or something like that is what <laughs> I would go for. Something. Look, I did, yeah, I did all this, right? You know, yeah, so y'all gonna acknowledge yeah. me, right? So, well, that's probably why we're not real. Right? Yeah, the other thing I saw about her, she's the Duchess of Sussex. And I'm thinking, if it was me and I was marrying a prince, and I'm thinking before, because I didn't know this, I didn't know that they weren't a princess. Um, and I'd be like, I'm going to be a princess. Because, I mean, if you grow up your entire <laughs> life as a girl thing, and I'm going to get married, I want to marry a prince. You know, that's a dream right. of a lot of, you know, young girls. And then they right. give you the Duchess of Sussex, which sounds like, Somebody stuttering is calling you the Duchess of Sucks. So I would be sort of disappointed. Yeah, that's, that's a bad visual there. Yeah, it's not a good, not a good thing. So maybe she is choosing to go Meghan Markle. Maybe she is. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe that's her choice. Yeah. Then again, how would it work if you're a dude and you marry a princess? But you know that. What what would that make you? Right. You know, I'm. You know, um, make me prince. You know, I don't know. You know, I'd be like his royal badness. You know, hey. I, yeah. I <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But, you know, then again, maybe I'm not supposed to. Right. Yes. Yeah, so if anybody finds out, let me know, please. Right. But go to the Grand Canyon. Yes. Yes. That That is definitely what I would recommend out of these three, these three movies and event. It's the Grand Canyon yes, is definitely the thing to definitely. see. Definitely. So you're that saying that you did good. not watch one minute of the Royal Wedding, Kevin? Only, only by accident. Yeah. That's what <laughs> happened accident. here. Only by accident. I said, what is this going on? Where's where's wrestling? I don't know. Okay, right, I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> never by choice. Never by choice. No, yeah. I can't do it. I had to throw away my brother's card if I, somebody caught me watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm sure there will be more movies that you haven't seen that you'd like to talk oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to not seeing a whole lot of stuff this summer. This is the beginning of the summer season. There's going to yes. be a whole lot of stuff I'm not seeing. We look forward to hearing what your uh, reviews of movies that you haven't seen for the summer season. Yes. Very good, you guys. All right. <laughs> Thanks again, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. All right. Thanks once again to Kevin Stanfield for coming on this week and to you for listening. If you would like to follow Kevin, he's at Stanfield Kevin on Twitter. Highly recommend it. And as for you, if you'd like to follow yourself on Twitter, it's, I'm assuming, at something not not at something but at 
some Twitter handle. Well, you get the idea. You can follow us at Speak Tangents and send us a Twitter invite. Is that how it works? You can also send us an email, which you would send an email through an email address. At, no, there's no at in there. It's speaking of tangents podcast at gmail.com. The robot's not here to do all the drinking, so I've taken over. She gets one little invitation to record on a music song, and we're just history, I guess. Do we have any feedback this week? Well, yes, we do. We, we definitely do. Oh, and you know what? As long as we're talking about feedback, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't gotten an iTunes review in a long time. And, you know, speaking of branding, and apparently if we, <laughs> if, if we get iTunes reviews, people notice it more, and there's some, I don't know how it happens, there's some algorithm probably, or something with statistics or analytics or, I don't know, something confusing that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. We really have no idea. But if you leave, what it the does, more or... iTunes reviews you have, the higher up people notice, I guess. I don't know. So if you, know, if you guys want to leave us a review, even if you have left us one and you want to make a new account, that would be outstanding. Just, you know, we'd love you I forever. cannot endorse or condone that. Creating a new account? But sure. I don't <laughs> even know if you... Can you do that? On, you'd have to have an Apple ID. Numerous Apple a, IDs. A, different email address speaking of apple ids i got an email this week that said somebody um signed in on a to safari on a seven iphone 7 plus and charged 64 dollars on your account to the itunes store what Mm-hmm. was it you no um but i i looked at my itunes account and, and my credit card account that's associated with the itunes and there's been no charges Mm. And I think a, that was a phishing email. Yes, that's a scam. But I did change my password anyway, which is a pain Always in a the idea. butt because then all my my iPhone keeps giving me messages that say, you need to update your Apple ID. You need to sign in. And, you know, I don't, yeah. it's a password that's hard to remember or I can't remember it. So I have to go between devices, whatever, first world problems. But be aware of phishing emails, people. Don't click on it. Because it, yes. said, it said Please sign up here, I, I access your account here, and they give you a button to push. Well, I'm smart enough to know that that's probably, you go directly to the site and you check it out. Yes, or check your bank account like you did, mm-hmm. your credit card or your actual account that you know is relatively secure, which honestly a lot of that stuff gets hacked too, but more secure than some email link somebody sends you in an email. Well, I mean, what else? Yeah. Yeah. Words. Yeah, and the Hall of Famer, actually, someone stole her credit card and charged, like, nine StubHub, um, 80 to $100 a piece. Hmm. On the, the, you think that would be easy to find them to show up at the venue and sit in the seat and wait for them? You would think so, but the, the thing about StubHub <laughs> is you, you buy the... What if the person bought the event for the next day? Well, that event is already over, um, so by the time your credit card bill comes around, those are already done with. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't really. That, yeah, I'm, are you saying you're limited by space and time? Yes. 
That's oh. exactly what I'm saying. But anyway, the the new card is is here, and those charges have been removed. But that's a if you're going to scam, StubHub might be a good way to do it. Buy buy something that happens before the credit card bill is due, and you you can you can go to these events for free. Apparently, because what are and they going to do? That wraps up our new segment: how to hack and steal stuff from people. Yeah, exactly. We hope you've enjoyed it. Well, you know, we had Bonnie Burko on here telling us how to sneak into events, so now why yes. not just continue with that? Yes. So anyway, be careful life with hacks. your stuff, people. If you say if you actually use life hacks, I don't really want to hear anything else you have to say. Life hacks, isn't that a website or something? It's a trend of naming stuff that like stuff that you in real life that is shortcuts and Oh. Some are good, some are bad, but it's life hacks. Okay. You ain't got to label everything. No, you don't. You do not, not everything have has to, to have a cool, catchy, or lame, in this case, name. Yes. So anyway, leave us an iTunes review if, if you're so inclined, please. Um, and, and as long as we're doing a little housekeeping, you know, we, at the top of the show, we talked about the T-shirts being ordered. We've got another announcement. I'm really excited for this because I have no idea what it is. Uh, we've been invited to record uh, our podcast at Chatter again during Jingle Fest. So uh, when are we going to be there? Um, the end of June. Let's see. I think it's Friday, June 22nd. I think that would be. Uh, we don't have the exact time yet, but it's going to be sometime in late afternoon. Somewhere between Jingle Golf and before the social gathering at, at the hotel. So just hang out at the bar between like 4 and 8 p.m. And there'll probably be a podcast recorded in there somewhere. Yeah, 4.30, 5 o'clock, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, so Chatter, for those that don't know, is the restaurant slash podcast studio that Tony Kornheiser owns. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. So if you want to come, come. That'd be great. And also the, the fabulous Mark Stern will be joining us again. Yes, that is the reason to be there. Yeah. So anyway, now to some actual feedback. First, we, we should do clarification. <laughs> 15 minutes into the feedback segment. Yeah. First, we should do some clarifications. We have a... Oh, so still not the feedback. We're doing clarifications. Okay. Clar clarifications <laughs> under the feedback section. Okay. We have a few of them this week. And honestly, I don't know why we don't have more every week, but... Uh, it's just because people don't listen. <laughs> because if they were paying attention, they'd hear all sorts of nonsense that or, we get wrong. Or what Adam Benson said. I definitely said. get wrong. Adam Benson said something like, um, and just to prove to Jen Babish that I do know Twitter handles when I shouldn't know Twitter handles. It, I don't have Adam Benson's tweet in front of me, and it's Benson underscore the comic. Eat it, Jen. Um, anyway. Um, I'm glad you set yourself up there to say eat it. <laughs> Adam Benson tweeted something like, I have so many responses for the quiz, um, but I probably will have to turn to email to do that, and I don't think I'll have the energy to actually do that or something like that. So they're, I, they're listening, but they, they can't even muster up the energy to respond to the nonsense. Yeah. I did, by the way, I tweeted a picture in one of those threads about uh, Torchman, the yes. actual superhero actually boss villain Torchman who is in Mega Man 2 the video game so there like really is a Torchman yes Torchman nice see but of I course knew it. the, the so you were you would you like me to uh list some of the other bosses of that game along with Torchman that I remember okay Woodman <laughs> okay 
Fan man. Okay, fan man. Plant man. Sheep man. Burst man. Pump man. Talk about non-creative names. Top man. <laughs> Isn't life hacks better than this? Chill man. <laughs> Wait, are they chill? Is it torch comma man? Chill comma man? No, oh, <laughs> that was okay. that was my my um my choice to read it that way. Oh, okay. Um, guts man. <laughs> oh, those are not those are not creative. Hold on a second. You need to be quiet. I am recording a podcast. How many times do I have to tell you this? Do you hear the words coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Thank you. Please. Summer. They're bored. Yeah. Pharaoh man. Pharaoh man? Yes. Spell it. <laughs> like Pharaoh, like Egyptian Pharaoh. <gasps> Is that how you say it? How would you say it? We need to add that to the long list that pronounce this has. Uh, it's Pharaoh. Pharaoh. You That's said, what I said. No, you said Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're and, saying the exact same thing. No, there's a slight difference, but that's okay. Okay. Um, search man. <laughs> search man. So torch man's the best out of all of those, really. Yamato man, which I'm sure means something in... Japanese? It's probably, it's probably Japanese for, like, spear, because he looks like he's holding a spear. Okay. Um, Tengu man. Another Japanese word. I have no idea who these people are, by Ooh, the way. Some video splash, game. <laughs> splash woman. All right. So we finally got <laughs> the only female looks like boss. <laughs> Cut man. Um, Crystal man. What are we even man. talking about? I'm listing off Mega Man bosses. Who's Mega Man? <laughs> oh, no. It's a video game, right? Yes, it is a video I game. I don't know about it. It's one of the all-time great classic video games, Nintendo video games. Uh, Clown Man, uh, Centaur Man, which is, um, <laughs> Centaur is already half man, so. Oh, God. Is there a, is there a time to move on, man? Um, almost. Okay. Commando Man. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see what else. I'm looking, I'm, I'm just listing off the best ones. I'm not, li- I'm not reading them all. <laughs> oh, you're not reading them all? Skull Man, and my favorite, Hard Man. <laughs> the Wood Man and Hard Man are pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's not mix those together. Let's move on. Okay. So here's the first clarification from Brad Weiss at One Brad Weiss. And this is about um, the Rate My Professor website. Um, I can't remember who it was that tweeted us that Shad was rated as hot. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Brad says, in fact, rate my prof is like hot or not, as determined Mm. by chili pepper, quote unquote, chili pepper ratings from students. In fact, I have been given so many chili peppers that they are no longer visible on my site. And then he put in in parentheses, I was going to say that they call me flea. So you can pick the punchline. Nice. Nice. I choose the second one. You, they can call me Flea? Mm-hmm. You don't like the no longer visible on his site? Or you like Flea better? I like the Flea one better. Yep. That's really, I mean, the other one's not really a punchline, is it? Well, what I think of is ghost peppers. 
That is a long way to go for that. Well, joke. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, con- you know, I'm just trying to make it sound like I knew where Brad, what Brad's head was, and that might be a mistake. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am still confused <laughs> if this is how good are they at their job or what they look like. I am still because he says no it's idea. like hot or not, which is completely subjective it's the you know yeah, i don't understand precursor to, to what facebook was started to be which is if you ever think mark zuckerberg was you know somebody that we should look up to for leadership right, right. remember that he started his every penny he has is based on an algorithm he wrote to rate people's looks in college mm-hmm. yeah but we all make mistakes when we're young we're all dumb young young and dumb at one point I, I don't know anything about Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that we're all, I have said and did not done some dumb things. He seems like quite a jerk. Yes, he does. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not in the Zuckerberg camp. Oh, no, I am not. No. But, but I'm still confused. Is this purely on what they look like or is it how good they are at being at teaching? I'm confused, too. We need a clarification. We need another clarification to the clarification. You know how we could solve this is to just go to the side. Yeah, well, nobody wants that. to do that. And I, and I think it was Young Statman who also uh, said something that I really appreciated at, in response to the flea joke. I think he said something like, I hear they are so easy to get that uh, they practically give it away now, <laughs> which made me, I what, really like that. Chili peppers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now most of the clear- you just go under the bridge downtown. Yes, you get all kind of things. And and um, now for some feedback that it's quiz related. Uh, where actually where most of the, the clarifications came Have from. Have I t- ever told you my hot or not story? I don't know. Then that's probably no. Because Kevin was just talking about book club. That reminds mm-hmm. me of one of the scenes in the trailer is of Candace Bergen who's got green makeup, green mud on her face. You know the mud oh, mask. Oh, like a mask. mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's creating an online profile for dating, is what I take it as. And uh, so she accidentally takes the picture of herself with the mask on and posts the profile that way. Is this movie cliche the movie? Because um, that's the only time I ever see like somebody get a picture or like some embarrassing scene where they open the door and they have this, you know, mud mask facial treatment on. Uh-huh. Is in a movie. That's one of those things that right, happens right, in like yeah. three-fourths of rom-coms and never really happens in real life. You're right. It, it probably is, but that... Another reason not to see that movie. Yeah. But, you know, Anne Hornaday reviewed it highly. Well, she said it was Isn't really... is she an old white woman? She said it was bad. She said it was bad, but... Well, that's not... Are we confused what high <laughs> means? She gave it three red-hot chili peppers. No. <laughs> she said it was a bad movie, but it was... A fun movie. So it's one of those where you know it's bad, but you still might enjoy it. And she mm. said that Candace Bergen was the best one. That she stole the that. stage. And she needs that. to come back. Where has she been for 20 years? She stole the screen is the word I should have used. Okay. The movie? Um, I don't think she said that, but yes, you could take it that way. She stole okay. the movie. Stole every scene. She, she stole the scenes, yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I am not seeing that. I'm not seeing You're going to have to clockwork orange me to make me watch that movie. <laughs> I don't think I'll see happening. it either. Um, okay, back to the quiz 
feedback. And the first one's from you, Jason. <laughs> I literally forgot what we were doing. <laughs> and uh, from you, at JudoFuse. Mm. You said, I would like to file a protest concerning question two of this quiz. Exhibit A, and then you linked a Wikipedia page, and Exhibit 2, and you mm -hmm. linked a different Wikipedia page. Yes. And then you said, I will expect my credit voucher in the mail within six to eight weeks. Now, yes. I didn't click, I didn't read these links, but I assumed they were in some way proving you were right about something that you said in the quiz. Yes, it was question 2. it was about two, Orson Welles, I think. Orson Welles and Michael yeah. Fassbender. Okay. And... Um, Bob, who rightfully said that both of them played something that I'd never heard of, mm -hmm. um, that, that I don't remember, uh, Hearst, I think it was, or something like that. I can't remember. I, I really can't remember the actual answer because I, I have, you know, blinders on to what is right, which is what I say. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I was guessing it was a complete guess, I guess, because both of them seemed like they had played Shakespeare and we had talked about Macbeth the week before or the two weeks before or whatever. And it was about, you know, hidden guilt, you know, weighing on people, which is what Macbeth is, mm -hmm. I think, what I got out of it. Um, I mean, I say that that's super pretentious. <laughs> what I got out of this was it's that's what it's about. Um, so <laughs> they murder people and then they, you know, feel bad um, and it weighs on them. Which, well, which, I mean, it I'm assuming should. it would. It should. Yeah, if, if, you, if it doesn't, you're a sociopath. That's right. Um, so I looked it up afterwards and went, because I was like, surely, you know, I feel like Orson Welles has played, you know, some sort of Shakespeare character. And it was both of them starred in Macbeth movies. So. Yes. We were right. We, we, we were right. The key word is mm -hmm. there is we. And Bob yes. Walsh, the quiz master himself, answered you at Adadiah and said, Question love. Credit allowed under the, quote, horseshoe point system, unquote, that seems <laughs> to have been recently adopted for scoring SOT quizzes. That is, credit is taken if Buffalo Alice's or Judo Fuse's response is in the general vicinity of the correct answer. And my response to that was recently. Recently, What are you yeah. talking about? It's always been that way. Yeah, it really kind of has always been that way. Yes. That's, I mean, that's what you get with us. But I appreciate the credit. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Bob. And then sticking with the Orson Welles themes here, theme, he, Orson Welles theme, mm -hmm. words. Scene. Matthew Vogel at Vogel Stage. Matt. The best Orson Welles performance was an ad for frozen peas. <laughs> he constantly interrupted his read to complain about the writing. And you thought Mr. Tony was a pioneer. I wonder if that's on, like, available, like, recorded somewhere. I bet it's probably I don't on know. YouTube. I, I don't know. But when he, when, uh -huh. after I read the first sentence about, uh, the second sentence, I guess, he constantly interrupted his read. Yeah. I immediately thought of Tony, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Brendan in Jersey, at Brendan in Jersey, tweeted us an article about Orson Welles, again, being a ma magician. Yes, and did we mention because, that last week, or what, what happened there? I, I remember yes, being confused. You looked it up, didn't you? Yeah, you at some point up, during yeah. the answer, I looked it up, and it, I was like, whoa, he was a magician? What? Because I didn't know. And apparently, that's what he... I read the article. It was really, really good. I recommend reading it. You, if you search for Adspeak Tangents on Twitter, um, this should come up. It should come up in the feed, because he tweeted it at us. Um, and it... In the mentions. But it's like... an. I think it was the LA Times or some newspaper. Yeah. And I read the whole thing because it was, it's, and it's kind of long, but it's really, I, I thought it was super interesting about how Wells really wanted to be seen as a magician above everything else. And that's what he considered mm. himself. And that's what he, you know, was most proud of. And that's what he really thought, like, he became an actor because he thought it would help him be a better magician. 
Oh, okay. Well, I and read two, skimmed pieces of it, but I should probably read yeah. the whole thing now. And I didn't realize that he, also his wife, I didn't realize he was married to her, Rita Hayworth. Oh. At some point. And she was like one of the original um, magician's assistant, whatever they call them, that would like, he would put her in the box and, you know, saw her in half and that kind of stuff. Oh, I did not know that either. Yes. And who was the other one? I can't remember the name. There was another famous, like super famous actress from that time period who was his other assistant that I was like, wow, this is a whole new world to me. And it it's very, very interesting. And I mean, Rita Hayworth. Gave good face. <laughs> that's the, like, you you know, that's that's prime catch for the 1920s. Uh-huh. Yep. Rita Hayworth, what, isn't she the one that was on the first Shawshank, Shawshank poster? That Andy got Dufresne. Oh, you you might be right about that. I I think it went like Rita Hayworth to Raquel Welch. Yeah, I think so. Rita Hayworth definitely getting getting it done in her day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mary Faye Randolph, F Mary F E T X, Aaron Brockovich. Yes. Yes. Th- this was bugging me. This is where yes. you, you and I just, we knew the answer, but we could not come up with it. And I couldn't yeah. focus on anything. So I, you know, I guess kind of like when you get something stuck in your teeth. <laughs> You're you blaming can't... the rest of the quiz on Aaron Brockovich. Absolutely. It's okay. like, and you, you know, and, and it's like when you get something stuck in your teeth, you can't get it out. You have to, you have to stop what you're doing to get this out of your tooth. Well, I can see that. as soon as we were done recording, I think you looked it up and I looked it up. We both yeah, looked, it, I looked up it up independently after we of were each done. other. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should have been obvious. Yes. So thank you, Mary Faye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen Babish at J Bab Sports Chick. He is a human who turns into a torch. <laughs> she writes that in all caps. And let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> six many. exclamation points. Yes. <laughs> it seems like she might be trying to really emphasize her point here. <laughs> Okay. Torch man. Torch man. Did you did you look at did you watch any of the video that I tweeted that linked after that? No. It's no, like eleven minutes, but I highly recommend it. It's one of the funniest things. I like I've watched it probably twenty times over the past couple of years or year, whatever, how long since they've made it. But it's these guys playing a video game. They're playing through it's like one of these, hey, let's play this extended play thing mm-hmm. that is on YouTube. Which, which like, I do not understand. It's actually interesting if you're not if you're interested in the video game but you don't want to p- actually sit down and play it. It's sort of it's like watching a TV show because a lot of times they'll break it up into like hour segments or thirty minute segments and they put it out like every other week as like an episode. Yes, but you and have so to be interested in video games, right? I mean, I yes, think I'd rather watch a book club. Um, you have to be interested in video game stuff somewhat, but you also have to appreciate personalities and humor and. It's sort of like listening to a podcast while you watch somebody play a video game. Okay. When the people okay. are when the people are good and funny. Sure. And this is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. This this guy trying to guess what was the name of this character this in in the Running Man, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. Which have you seen it? No. Okay. It's actually pretty good. It's I a pretty good dystopian I- game show type of thing where like they put him in this thing and the criminals they send criminals into this like gauntlet which is like this you know underground like bunker kind of world where they have to fight these guys and it's like one of them's jesse ventura and i think he's like captain something captain awesome or something like that but the name of the they were like naming all that like one named buzzsaw because he's got like chainsaws that you know he kills you with 
I've never, it's, never it's, seen it's, it. I've heard of it. It's basically game show, like game showized um, executions, public executions. Okay. And they like All put right. it on TV. Richard Dawson is the host of it, basically. Oh, former Family Man. Feud host. Surprisingly good movie to go back to and watch now. Still holds up, I think. So they're trying to guess a character and it takes them 11 minutes, right? Yes. And it, it, it's... It's funny. We, it's, this, it's this loop of the other two people that know it. It's, it's very, uh-huh. It very much reminded me of how I feel sometimes. And I'm sure some, it, uh-huh. it very much reminded me of Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice yeah. and I, the Human Torch. I appreciated your tweet because it basically said Beetlejuice is not the worst thing. Oh no! And Torchman is Torchman is not the worst. This is this is the worst, and by worst I mean painful, (laughs) cringeworthy. If you like, if you if you get if you get that like feeling a lot where you cringe when somebody's like embarrassed Mm -hmm. or um, you feel bad for them. Yep. But the most hilarious thing that I've seen in a couple years, really funny. Well, when I have eleven minutes of free time, then I maybe will watch it. (laughs) It's. It is so ridiculous. It is very much the, and they stopped giving hints at one point because they're like, I, I can't tell you because he's so close <laughs> and he can't get well, it. Well, I can relate to that. Definitely. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I think you would enjoy it. I probably would. It'd probably make me feel better. Yeah, Although I have no, I'm not worried about Beetlejuice nah. at all. Nah. Or Torchman. Um, okay. We got one more clarification that it's not about the quiz, but it is from the quiz master. Oh, okay. um, remember the headless picture he tweeted us last week with the person, the mystery person holding the Oreos? And yes. we wondered who that person was. Well, Bob has clarified. Well, I believe I said, I think that's his daughter. You got it. The person in the picture is, in fact, my daughter. We took the picture again this evening, this time including her face. Hashtag prom night. <laughs> I know. And she, he takes a picture of his daughter in her prom dress. She, and she, <laughs> she looked, had the corsage like on her wrist. Yeah, and she's holding the Oreos. And she looked great, and I hope she had a great time. Yes. But now the next obvious question, it. Bob, is are these new packs of Oreos or the same Oreos from last week? Ah, that is a good because point. Because if in this house... Well, we wouldn't have those flavors, but if we had Oreos in this house, <laughs> they wouldn't last one day. So I need to know no that. No Oreos are lasting a week around my house No, either. no. And, and okay, Jenny Robbins. We haven't heard from Jenny in a, in, in a little bit of a while, I guess. A little bit of a while. We haven't heard from Jenny in a little bit. <laughs> What's up, Jenny? Anyway, Jenny. Jenny. Jenny responded to our tweet uh, last week announcing last week's episode and she at Robbins underscore Jenny. And she said, please tell me the drunk Brit isn't on this. She really hurts my head. And one of my doc's secretaries loves the cinnamon Oreos and has tried every new flavor. Crazy. Yes, that is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And speaking. I think I would let I, I think we should let Rochelle kind of respond for herself in this. Okay. All right. But speaking of robots, um, did you did you see Bonnie Burko's tweet? Bonnie Burko, guest of this yes. podcast, about being really sick and needing an ambulance last week. Yes. But wasn't able to reach her phone, so she yelled, Siri, take call an ambulance from across the room. Mm-hmm. And the, the ambulance came, and Bonnie's doing fine, and I'm happy that, you know, She's doing fine and much better, and she's home now and recovering. But I don't understand how Siri. I have to push a button to activate Siri. So what is this a new thing? How did she get Siri to respond to her? I thought that was Alexa. 
Do you uh, know? I don't know. I do not know. But that's that's very cool. I'm not cool that she was sick, but that's cool that it. It's abs. It's very technology. Cool. That's that's what technology should be used for, which yes. is to help people that you know when you're in a situation when you don't have you know use of and or access to everything that you normally would to to in emergency situations to help you. That's that's it's great. Fab- it's fabulous, and um, you know, I just. I'm happy that she's doing well. We're happy you're yes. well, Bonnie. But after I learned that she was fine, I started thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. How can, how can Siri do that? Because my Siri doesn't do that. So well, if anybody has have... a Siri that works like that and can explain it to me, let me know. Because I want to set her up to do that for me if I need yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because I've always thought, you know, what, if, what, what would happen if, you know, d- not during the summer when my kids are at school and, you know, Jason's wife is at work and I'm here by myself for six, seven hours in a row. Mm-hmm. What if I fell down the stairs and like broke my, you know, arm or something or leg and couldn't get up? Well, you know, you're at the age where you can just get the lifeline around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen and I can't <laughs> yes, get up. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, Bonnie, Bonnie, I think, Bonnie <laughs> I think it's called lifeline. I think, well, there's probably more than one. So Bonnie, we're happy you're doing well. Yes. And then lastly, of course, speaking of Orioles earlier, Michelle Miller tweeted us a picture of Breyer's two-in-one, which I think is ice cream. It's two-in-one flavor, Oreo and Chips Ahoy. Uh, Michelle Miller at ER Nurse MEM. And she said, thoughts? Um, yeah. Speaking of head being hurt, this really yeah. hurts my head. My first thought of this was that this is Photoshop because there's no way that this is a real thing, right? Ice, Oreo and Chips Ahoy? Well, you know the reason, the, the quickest way to find out. Yeah, clickety-clack. Uh, stretch. <laughs> stretch is, what, what does that Talk mean? Talk amongst stretch. yourselves. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, I think I'll become an ice cream snob, though, because if I don't crave the ice cream, it really, okay, it really has to be good ice cream for me to crave it, like Java Chunk coffee ice cream with chocolate chunks in it. I will crave that ice cream. But this chocolate chip cookies and Oreo, no, this doesn't look good to me. Uh-uh. Uh, and it's a real thing. It's a real thing. But uh, I would say. It's on Target.com for sale. And there's, they also have Snickers and M&M minis com- no, combination. No. Which, it, at this point, oh, wait a minute. Here's the worst one. <laughs> Briar's two-in-one ice cream, Reese's peanut butter cups, and Reese's Pieces. No. No. Okay, first of all, that's that's just that's a scam because those are entirely the those are exactly the same thing. Okay. This is when when brands rule the earth. This is when you know I I I can't believe the brand recognition goes above common sense in terms of what Mm -hmm. what you should eat. Well, but at least Oreo and chips cramming a bunch of yeah. This is just cramming a bunch of candy and cookies and stuff into ice cream. This is. This is this was done many years ago yeah. with cookies and cream ice cream, yes. which is fine, yes. because it doesn't have Oreo cookies and cream. It's not you know Chips Ahoy. Just say two and this is insane. Mm-hmm. We've gone too far. But at least Oreo and Chips Ahoy are not the exact same thing like Reese's and Reese's Pieces. Yeah, I agree with that. But who wants to eat Oreos and Chips Ahoy combined together? Um, okay, I have two comments. First of all, Reese's Pieces and uh, Reese's peanut butter cups are the same in ice cream form 
but I need to clarify that they are not the same. I have mentioned numerous times that I do not like Reese's PCs, but I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Number two. I'm on the opposite side of that debate, but I agree with that, yes. Yeah. Number two. I, um, like I said, I don't crave ice cream very often, so this looks disgusting to me, but I do love Oreos. And I might actually try a cookie dough Oreo. So if the, you know, if, if it's a cookie versus ice cream, I might, I might like a, a cookie dough filling, but I ain't eating well, this ice cream. Go buy cookie dough and Oreos and eat them together. Oh gosh, that would be, that would, I think or I'd like that. Just not the ice cream Go buy ice cream form. and Oreos and eat them together, because here's the thing. No, I don't want that. I, I am better at tailoring how much of each per bite is the best thing for me than you are as Mr. I work for Briars. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I am better at determining, because guess what? Every single person has their own taste of, I would like this, yes. I would like a higher percentage of ice cream in this, I would like a higher percentage of Oreo, I would like a higher percentage of Chips Ahoy. So go buy a bag of Oreos, buy a bag of vanilla ice cream, I mean a bucket of vanilla ice cream, yeah. you know, five gallons, and a box of Chips Ahoy, or a case, and eat until you're fat and die. I mean... <laughs> And choose how much you want of each one, you know, take a bite of, uh, maybe you take a bigger bite of the Oreo and a smaller bite of the Chips Ahoy and a bigger scoop of the ice cream. And you just kind of, you get that perfect ratio that you're never going to get in when it's all crammed in together. Yeah, exactly. But I'm of the opinion that. You cannot separate what has been joined together. The problem is you you cannot extricate them from each other. So it's all a big mess. If, Why not just if, take all food and put it in a blender and IV it into your arms? Okay, I, I have, I'm not going to comment on all that stuff, but I will comment on this. <laughs> ice cream, there's no way I'm going to go get I, um, a, a box of Oreos and ice cream together. Because Oreos Mm-mm. are good on their own. I, I I am of the opinion. This is the entire point, I the know, premise of don't I, combine stuff. I'm of the opinion that ice cream is not good on other things. Like, I don't like cake and ice cream. I just want cake. I don't want ice cream on pie that's been heated up. You know, I don't want hot pie with ice cream. Ice cream dilutes the flavor of the pie to me. You are non-alamode. I am non-alamode. I okay. like ice cream. By itself, if it's good, like Java Chunk, yeah. Java Chunk, Java Chunk, best ice well, cream Well, see, to ever. me, that's still a combination. Yes, but it works for me. I like straight vanilla, straight vanilla bean. Yeah, but I'm, I a think good that, vanilla is the best ice cream. But to me, that's just a waste of, of flavor, calories. I don't need, uh, straight up vanilla is no good. It has to be mixed with hot fudge and hot caramel. If I'm, if I'm going to have ice cream, I'm all in. I don't want a scoop of vanilla on top of my pie. That's what I'm, I'm saying. A, I'm, a, I'm a combination purist, okay. which is to say that I don't like any of these combinations. Okay, good. So we're, we're out on the two and one. I would go far as to say I don't really like ice cream that much because you're combining ice and cream. Yeah, I'm just not someone that craves ice cream, which is what I was saying earlier. Like, this yeah. doesn't do anything for me, but I might try an Oreo with cookie dough filling. That's what I'm and saying. And here's the thing. I can understand, like, eating something salty and sweet together. I can understand, because, I mean, I'm the person who drinks the orange juice, the milk, and the Coke back to back mm-hmm. to back. And the brandy. And alternates them because it gets a good, yeah, that too. It gets a good balance, and it's a mix, and it's a difference. And, like, the best thing that you can do after eating, like, a bowl of cereal or, like, Mexican food is to drink a Coke or something that is, like, got that same kind of carbonation and sugar and sweet and caffeine it's just that burning or you know or again brandy it's good after that it's like it's almost like a palate cleanser it's a difference it's the 
the sweetness and the joy is in the difference of that. So I can understand people wanting these combinations of things. Buy each thing separately and assemble it yourself. And Some assembly required. Put it put yeah. it together in your own perfect ratio is what I'm saying. And by the way, each of these separately are probably cheaper than this box of ice cream. <laughs> probably so. And yeah. you certainly will get a lot more. So you can have your cake and, and be frugal too. <laughs> or you can just Save eat money it. too. Yeah. <laughs> just eat it. Okay. Do we have anything else? Do we have an Amazon Amino- do we have an Amazon review? Do we have an Amazon review? Or are we just going to wrap it up right here? Actually, I was going to say some more about these next door things. Ne- oh, the next door app? Who, Great. Yeah, okay. There was a woman who bought a chicken because she wanted eggs, and then she found out it was a boy chicken. It was a rooster. Wait, wait, what? And it was running around the neighborhood, as she said, cock-a-doodle-dooing all over the place. <laughs> and so she was apologizing to her neighbors and saying, can you please help me catch it? That'll help it get out of here. I, I hate this thing because I wanted eggs and it won't lay eggs for me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Isn't there some physical... That happened in Atlanta. I was going to say, is that your neighborhood? It, no, but it's in Atlanta somewhere. Isn't there some physical difference between roosters and chickens that you can identify when you're looking at them? One looks like a rooster and one looks like a chicken. Right, so... <laughs> they're, both, they're both technically chickens, I think. Well, yeah, I, I but think I mean the rooster about hens has... And roosters. I think of the big rooster cartoon character when I think of a rooster. Yeah. What's his name? Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. He's a rooster. Wouldn't that... Yeah. Wouldn't, but you should be able to tell if it's a rooster versus a chicken by looking at it, shouldn't you? Yeah. I, you would think so. Okay. Well, but I am not an I don't avian know my chickens. person. I thought you knew your birds, though. Chicken, no, and chickens are out of that category for me. Chicken's not a bird? Not in my, no, not I believe, for me. I literally believe that debate was had on Tony's show at one point. Yeah, maybe. Is a chicken a bird? Maybe, yeah. And is a bird an animal? A bird, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into that at this point <laughs> in the podcast. But um, I think you can tell a chicken and a rooster apart. But you know what? You and I couldn't even tell who the, we didn't even know the 13 different Colonel Sanders characters. So what do we know about chickens? Uh, there's no way to keep up with that. There's too many of those. No. All right. Is that it? Do you have anything else this week? No. I think we should wrap it right there. Okay. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of dumb jokes, uh, I had occasion to see my dad this week, and he said something that reminded me of all his dumb dad jokes. So while that's fresh in my head, I thought I'd spread more dad jokes around right here and right now. One of the things he used to do when we were younger, and still does if I'm being honest, is swap the first letter, letters, or syllables of a phrase to make it say and mean and sound like something else. And, And of course, this was to get a rise out of my brother and me. It certainly worked. For example, for the phrase, take a shower, he said, I'm going to go shake a tower. And we'd say, Dad. And he'd say, sorry, I got my mix all topped up. And another popular one that he'd say was for the Twin Cities. He'd say, okay, we're going to go to the Swin Titties. Yeah, yeah. And then the most controversial one was probably when I was 12, 13 years old. Um, And for the restaurant Fuddruckers, he would always ask us, What's the restaurant called? The one with the hamburgers you like? What is it? Rudd? What? Rudd? 
Yeah, I may have fallen for that a time or two. Graphics by Jason Fumes. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.